a bloke who might need to warming up is Hugh McGahn. We talked yesterday about having uh, the white Christmas experience. Uh, he may well be having it because he's in Germany at the moment. Morning, Hugh. How are you? Or wow. evening. How are you? Oh, good evening. I'm I'm doing well. I, I I don't know how well I'm feeling, given that I'm the the next person on from a murderer. <laughs> where, where does that place me in in the category? Sorry, sorry, man. I just started watching the, the John Lennon doco last night, and I was just I just went off on a tangent. That's what you do on the radio, but mate, uh, uh, oh, um, how how do I lead into this? Uh, murdering on on the pitch? Is that <laughs> no, where we're going to no, head into this no, at the no, moment? No, no, stop no, it. Stop joking. it all now. Stop, stop it all now. Okay. Huey, Huey uh, first of all, is it snowing in Germany? Do we have a white Christmas? No, we don't. No, no we don't. The, we've got a problem here. I'm, I'm on a, a, a river cruise doing all the Christmas markets. I'm in Cologne at the moment. Right. and okay. Or Clom, as they call it here. Yeah. Um, but there's been major problems because of all the snows that they had about uh, three, four weeks ago. They've all melted. And on top of that, there's it's hotter here than normal. So there's massive flooding through all the, the, uh, the rivers. I'm on the River Rhine. Wow. And there's massive flooding. So we've had to go around by bus. Uh, from place to place, rather than being on the river cruise. Uh, so wouldn't it be better be to be in a boat when it's flooded than in a bus? Or is, 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 it, is it my Irish logic? No, because the, the, bo- no, the boats can't fit under the bridge because there's that much flooding. The ah. rivers are so high that they can't fit under the bridge. Um, so we've been transported from place to place uh, on uh, coaches or on, on buses and uh, but to, to the next couple of days, we're straight through to Amsterdam. Or we're going to a place called Dordrecht tomorrow, and then Amsterdam, where I or me and my wife get off, and we go and see our son and uh, uh, daughter-in-law and our two grandsons um, in uh, the Netherlands uh, for Christmas and New Year. Oh, beautiful, mate! Beautiful. Me. Yeah. Educating us all the time as well, Hugh, which is great. Um, of course, education is a big part of what you do these days. You've been at Westlake for a while, and boy, are your Westlake boys absolutely flying. The world school champions as of yesterday, yeah. mate. How proud does that make you? Oh, it's, a, it's a big achievement for the school, given where we've come from. We've, the school Westlake Boys High School has always been fairly strong on the north shore of Auckland. Um, but we needed to to improve. We needed to get better as a as a um, uh, as a sport. Uh, we're very good in in, in other sports: uh, basketball, cricket, um, cycling, running, um, uh, football, uh, which are national champions and whatever else. We, we, but rugby needed to step up a little bit a little bit more. So we've we've worked. I've been there ten years now, and we've worked really hard over that period um, and it's all sort of stunning to come to fruition now of the, the program we've put together and uh, uh, we're, we're extremely lucky we've got very good support from our, our headmaster and, um, and the people within the school and uh, the recruitment and through our rugby academy we've been able to just do local players uh, we don't go out and recruit we just make sure we mm. with what, whoever comes into the school we recruit from that and um, put in a, a very, very good program, a good culture that we've got within the within the facility. Um, uh, but we're lucky that the, all the, the sports sort of stick together and are very strong in that area um, and work on the character of the boys. And 
we've had many a time where we've had really good players coming through from year nine boys, but we, well, I don't select those. I, I, I always select the ones that are coachable, uh, that are respectable, uh, those who you know are quality kids. I, I've had the odd projects um, of boys uh, who look a little bit tough and have had harsh backgrounds and, and we try and help them through. Um, but very few of those tend to follow through. So, but we, we continue down that track. Um, but we, we're, we're very pleased with where we're going at the moment. It's been a long haul. Um, but now all we've done is put some pressure on ourselves to maintain that. It's been a hell of a year. You just went down against uh, Southland Boys High at the New Zealand Championships by three points, but you've gone and defeated Ireland St. Michael's College, which from all accords uh, are a powerhouse over in Ireland, mate. What did you make of the final? 28-21 was pretty convincing in the end. Uh, yes, it was. I was sitting on, a, on, a, on, a, on another boat. I was on another cruise while everyone was looking at all the castles and everything else. I was stuck in the just sitting in the in this little room on my own, just watching the the game, and my wife was sort of nudging me and telling me get off that and come out and have a look. And I was too interested in what I was doing. But uh, watching it, it was it, normally like all games, it was it was tense because you've got uh, some investment in it. Um, but it was it was tough. They were a very very strong team. That St Michael's, well, actually all the games uh, that we had through were were, were very very tough and. Um, uh, the the boys showed showed a lot of resilience. Uh, the, uh, the the coaching staff, medical staff, they they did a really good job because of the heat. You know, it was thirty seven, thirty eight degrees, hundred percent humidity. It wasn't easy for anyone um, through there. The biggest problem we had was it. We'd, it's been nearly ten weeks since we've played games since the that championship game against uh, Southland mm-hmm. boys. Um, and whereas everyone else is sort of mid-season coming in, the South Africans and the English and Marshall, they're sort of mid-season. Um, so we had a lot to contend with as far as keeping up to speed with what, what was going, making sure the boys were fit enough um, to carry through that on top of the heat um, and the food and, and all the other things that, that, that go with uh, touring or, or travelling. So, Hugh, you've, you've touched on the... The, the academy or the program that, that you've got, got at, at uh, Westlake Boys briefly. Uh, I'm trying to ask you the questions. What are the priorities for these young rugby players, these young kids that are coming through? And can you just dive into a little bit about the academy? Because what, the reason I say that is we've seen situations at other schools, a la the St. Kennigans, that have a, a, probably a bigger program than more super rugby Team. So, is your main emphasis on, on creating rugby players or creating better humans, better people? Uh, well, we we always hear that the, the better humans make better rugby players, or vice versa, better rugby players that create yeah. uh, better humans. But uh, we we really stick strong with that. We want to make sure that these boys are, are, are quality boys. Um, and mm-hmm. one thing I've had in my brain since I, I came in was a stick strong with. What the Americans look at within their programs is that you're a student here firstly who happens to play rugby and your academics are, the, are priority. Um, your yep. behaviours, uh, your attitude towards people, your respect of people. Uh, I keep a close eye on all those things. I look at their pastoral records nearly every day. If not once a week, I look at their pastoral records and if there's any, any issues, we have meetings and we have conversations. Um, at worst, we get the parents in and, and talk to them. 
um, to make sure that they are good quality boys. So the, uh, the, the character is very, very strong. And then on top of that, we, we give them some, some rugby programs. We're, we're lucky that we have a program that fits in with the uh, curriculum at the school. So it's an actual subject. Um, so they have two sessions on the field, one in the gymnasium um, every week, and then we also give some extra ones. Then on top of during season, they have their own meetings with their with their teams. Um, so it it is a little specialised, but uh, the whole school we ensure that the boys know that they're, they're they're students first before they are sports people. Hugh, there's been a, a little bit of uh, nervousness, I think, amongst the rugby community around. Uh, the depth in New Zealand rugby, particularly after the under-20s have performed poorly at the last couple of under-20 rugby World Cups. What's your take on where the depth is at in New Zealand rugby with the players coming through? Um, it, it probably isn't the same. Um, we're a little bit unfortunate, uh, and I don't mean to be derogatory to North Harbour rugby. Like most play, um, provinces, numbers are going down. Um, we, we're actually going the opposite way. We're actually having more boys playing rugby. The, the school's starting to get a little bit of a reputation. So um, those, there's a lot of um, out-of-zoners wanting to come to the school. We can't control who comes in um, because it's all on, on ballot system and, and whatever. But there's a lot of people who are, are moving into the area to come to the school for whether it's the rugby program or the sports program um, that we have here, the hockey program that we have or academy that we have at the school um, uh, so we, we we're actually getting more more players at, uh, at the school which makes it a little bit tough for us but everywhere else they're finding that numbers are, are going down um, and if anyone's looked at the North Harbour comp- rugby competition um, of late um, Westlake boys has dominated without being too big-headed about it we've sort of dominated the last number of years this year we were winning games in the 80s, 90s, and we had a hundred and something nil game one time, which is not good for us. So we've had to work on the mental applications of the, the players, um, keeping their minds focused on what it is. This, this is your process. This is how things are done. Um, so we don't start getting all flamboyant once we get up to 40 nil and we start doing dumb things. We, we stick to a process and and just working on the mental aspects of the game. It's, it, it has been tough, uh, but that's been the challenge, a, a really good challenge for us to make sure that we, we keep the boys in the, in the right frame of mind. And it's worked well for us now that we've got it, got it later in the season. We've got into the tougher games. We've got into playoff games against Sacred Heart this year for the Blues final. Uh, and then Tauranga boys in our first game of top four. And then Southland boys, well, they were just so tough. They, were, they weren't... Um, Outrageous! They they didn't have a flamboyant pl- uh, playing style, um, and it. I just saw these big tough boys coming in, and and what came to realization. Sorry to chat on too much, but I came to a realization yeah. at the end when we were meeting the coaches afterwards. Uh, they, their coach came over and just introduced himself to us, and he said, "Oh, hello, my name's Mr. Rutledge, and I'm one of the coaches here." And, and it just dawned on me. I thought, no wonder these boys are so goddamn tough. <laughs> I used to love Lester Rutledge when he was playing the, the All Just He just, they epitomised everything that was Lester Rutledge as a player. And it was no surprise how, as to why they were so tough. Um, but that, that type of game just held us in good stead. And then we were able to, to move that forward into this um, 
this world uh, tournament that we were just uh, successful at. Hugh, just um, to tack right a little bit here, post um, this year, you're going to have a lot of players moving on, and I know there's a lot of struggles around uh, the North Shore um, club scene, and uh, particularly around around the country. Is it a priority for these players to head to the clubs? Do you have an alignment with the club there in uh, in the North Shore with Westlake boys? Uh, the, the, the school has a, uh, a tie in with uh, Takapuna um, Rugby Club, um, and, and a lot of the boys tend to gravitate towards that. There's a lot of boys who come from Takapuna Rugby into, into Westlake boys because it's they're all basically in zone boys anyway. So there's a number that go back there, but there's some of their mates who, who follow them through. We try and not promote too much the club because we're conscious of other clubs uh, who have boys come to Westlake uh, Westlake boys, mm-hmm. and then they tend to go to Takapuna afterwards. We we tell the boys, uh, you stay in, in touch with your club, or we even we've recommended the clubs to stay in touch with the boys to keep them engaged in whatever's happening at the club. So when they leave the school, they go go back to their their old clubs. But that that that's the the big area where some clubs are losing players because they tend mm-hmm. to just either drift out of rugby or they drift out of sport or they tend to go to another club to follow their friends. And we can only control so much of that. And again, it's, it, we don't want to offend any other clubs by just promoting the one club that we have an alliance to. But there are a number of boys who come from Takapuna Rugby Club to, um, to Westlake boys, and they, and they go back, and a lot of the boys just follow them there. Are you seeing a lot of players finishing up straight after first first 15 and giving up rugby like are you what are the numbers and the reasons why people aren't going into the clubs why are clubs struggling at the moment Hugh you reckon um if they there's a there's a lot of boys and I'm just hearing from clubs themselves there's a lot of boys who who tend to think and I found it more more so in the Auckland competitions that, that boys tend to want to go from first 15 straight to premier grade, uh, which I I personally don't think that that's a good option. I don't think that's great for them, but it's a tool for clubs that they use to drag players to their clubs. Oh, yes, you'll be able to play premier. And if they don't play premier uh, rugby, they don't want to play 21s. They don't want to play 19s, and very no, actually, there's a very small 19s competition. Um, and then sometimes they think that well, well, I'm, I think I'm better than um, reserve grade. Um, I'll go off and do something else. The uh, the expectation sometimes I think is is too high from uh, from some of the boys. Uh, and there is also some of the some of the schools are well. Um, uh, resourced with their gymnasiums, we we have a very good strength and conditioning program at the school, um, along with a couple of other things. And then, but when they go to clubs, then it's like they're going down in the level of the, the resource that's available to them, and that tends to turn them off sometimes. Uh, and I can understand why some that uh, some clubs don't have that resource. It's, mm. it's, it is very hard. We, we're we're very lucky at our school that we're well supported. As I said, through the headmaster, and we get uh, facilities. And since I've been there, we've been able to progress things very, very well. But um, not all schools have the have the same dedication to their sports. Uh, they offer it as a sport only, and um, it's an it's an option for them. Whereas we we're fairly committed to uh, say so our, our academies. We've got seven sports in our academy, 
um, and rugby being one of them, we put a lot of resource into it and coaching into that to make sure that we we are or try, we've tried to be very successful. But along along the way, we've we've had, I've had some extremely great support from a, a number of the Auckland schools. One thing I, I wanted to do was if I'm to get if our schools to get better, we need to play against the Auckland schools and. Um, a lot of people didn't want to, to be involved with us because they just saw us, oh, we're just a North Shore school and didn't want to play against us. So I had to work hard to get pre-season games, to get traditional games set up. When, and now we, um, we're we sort of knocking everyone back because everyone wants to play us. So we, we, we've built it to a stage where people are looking at us a, a little bit differently um, no, from a positive was... aspect. But not, not, in, not every school... Uh, you know, has has the luxury of doing that, but it, there's been a lot of work, hard work that's gone in behind that. Oh, Huey, we could talk all day to you, mate. You're you're an absolute champion. Congratulations on the success of Westlake Boys this year. We'll let you get back to to your holiday. I'm sure your wife's giving you another elbow. But just quickly before we let you go, Christmas <laughs> songs. Have yeah. you got us a Christmas song that you love to play every year? Oh, um, not a song. Uh, there, there was an old album, a very, very old album, which I played to, to, to my children and my wife and I. We played to our children when we were growing up. It was the Tin Lids um, from Australia, Jimmy Barnes's kids when they were very, very young. Yeah. They were they, He made an album. Um, and of late, I think it was this year, uh, the grandkids have now made an album. Um, it was called oh. the Chris, uh, Tin Lids Christmas Album. And now Jimmy Barnes's grandchildren have done another album uh, of the same songs and whatever, but it's now them singing it. And, and um, that's the album that we always play whenever Christmas time comes around, the Christmas tree comes out to get decorated. We always play Jimmy Barnes or the Tin Lids Christmas. So it's not a song, uh, but it was yep. an album. It's an album. Uh, it was, it's an album, uh, an album, Tin Lids Christmas songs. Beautiful. Beautiful. Good stuff, Thanks, Hugh. mate. Thanks, man. Uh, enjoy the rest of your trip. Uh, and say hi to the family for us, mate. And uh, uh, yeah, safe travels and have a great Christmas. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Hugh. Yeah, thank you very much, Dan. You have a great Christmas. See you, Izzy. Cheers. There we go. Hugh McGahn with us. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this summer.